You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 119. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 119. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, doll. Hey, beautiful. Hello. Hello. Happy Sunday. Well... Monday for everybody listening. You, you mean Monday. Yeah. <laughs> You're the worst at I'm that. I'm at that. Today is Sunday, so happy Sunday to you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're like, please don't dismiss my glad tidings. <laughs> right? Right? So, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Joy Junkie Show podcast. We have an awesome topic for you today, which is called Becoming Badass, five ways to stand the fuck up for yourself. Mm. And you're definitely going to want to hang out with us for this because we do have a freebie download. So I'm going to tell you all about how to get that. And it will supplement this podcast. So you can actually, you know how I'm always talking about implementation. Like you can't just listen and expect your life to change. It's like reading a book on Pilates. Like that doesn't Doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah, You actually have to create action and change your behavior so i've been wanting to do like a handful of little giveaways handouts freebies pdfs so stick around because we're going to tell you how to get one for this particular podcast awesome yeah so so some good stuff but before we jump in and i'll talk about it a little bit as we go through this but we have you've been you guys have probably been hearing me talk about the self-love revolution, the master's course that I'm co-teaching with my best friend. Yes. And we've done some Sounds online cool. workshops that were kind of a teaser version of it and which were really incredible and action-packed and content-packed. But we're basically we're addressing four major issues that relate to self-love that really mm. influence uh, how people feel about themselves and in turn how fucking happy they are right it's like why the hell do we even care about our relationship to self because that dictates if we're happy that's right and people come to me all the time saying they don't say hey amy i really need to find out i need to alter my relationship with my worthiness (laughs) they don't say that right they say i just want to fucking be happy yeah why can't i enjoy things why am I always so mean to myself? Mm-hmm. So we are completely dismantling all of those inner components that allow you to stay locked in misery. Yeah. So we're going to do – there's four major topic modules. We're going to do one around your inner critic, like that inner conversation and how you can absolutely shift that so that you're speaking powerfully to yourself, even if you can't even imagine that right now. Yeah. Like your relationship is so volatile with yourself. We sh- – are going to show you like ways to baby step your way into that. So you're not, you know, because nobody wants to say like, I'm gorgeous and I'm so intelligent and you don't oh, believe it. Right, right. So we're going to have ways to, to help you with that. We're also going to look at how to actually forgive yourself for your past mistakes, what that really looks like and the actual how betwa- behind doing it. Like, what does that look like to actually do that? Like we just did a podcast on that not too long ago about... Self forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
And then last week we talked about emotions, and that's another huge piece. We've been calling it emo um, for the millennials. <laughs> for you millennials. But it's another huge piece that we don't realize that we don't want to feel things like sadness and despondence and and fear and being unworthy or things like that. But then we expect to feel happy and joyful and euphoric when they are all pieces of the emotional spectrum. So you don't get one or the other. Like if you're not happy, chances are you're also not allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. So we're going through all of that and how that can change your joy, truly. Sure. And then finally, we're going to be discussing self-worth and our concepts around enoughness. So if you feel like you are chasing that kind of proverbial carrot, you know, that is always... Well, you'll be enough when. Well, if you get this, then. And yeah. then you'll be happy when. And all yeah. of those things and that whole That's idea. That's an epidemic, yeah. Oh, it totally is. And our society mm-hmm. programs us that way. It's true. Like, oh, well, then you well, you still don't have this, though. Right. So you can't possibly right. be enough. Or my neighbor got this, so I need to get that. You know, that whole keeping up right. with Right, or my thing. brother or my parents or mm. whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So if those are things that you're like, holy shit, yes, that's me and I need to shift – Please go to the selfloverevolution.com and check it out. It's a full blown eight week course and it's normally $397, but right now it's available for half off. But it's only available at that $197 mark for today and tomorrow. So come Thursday, or excuse me, come the 30th, it will jump to that $397 mark. So for God's sake, if you know you need to make these shifts, do, please, 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 please go and at least check it out. If we're not, if it's not us, if we're not the answer for you, I don't care what you do. Just figure out what the next step is for yourself. You, yeah. you deserve to be operating from a place that provides you joy and excitement, not terror and self-loathing and non-forgiveness of yourself. Because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, People like me. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, self-love revol- the selfloverevolution.com. You can read all about it. You can see what our refund policy is. You can see all of the modules that we're going to discuss. And we would just really love to have you. We've got dozens of women already signed up, ready to go. It's an incredible community. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Fun. Yeah. It's, you don't get mad that you can't come. I already am coming. I'm, al- I'm already there. You're not. You're I'm not allowed. There. You're a creeper. Selfloverevolution.com. <laughs> See, I'm there. <laughs> Are you going to do a jingle? I'll do a little jingle for it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Selfloverevolution.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. See? Now can I come? No. Damn. No. We might contract you, though, mm-hmm. to do an official jingle. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. All I want is to Well, I can, we can give you your segment. I already have a segment. No, I mean, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, you can take over the mic right now and we'll give you your segment. Oh, thank you so much. Ew. Don't <laughs> you dare sass me. <laughs> I'm sassy. Don't sass me. Sass pants today. All right. So are we going into... Would you rather... Perfect. Perfect. All right. This one is really... This one is a head scratcher. Okay. Would you rather give or receive a lap dance from someone who is repulsive to you? 
<laughs> there was like dead air there for a second. Uh, yeah, I know because it's like, whoa, Ooh. that's a tough call, right? Um, would like, I rather give or receive one? Yeah. If I received it, could I close my eyes? No, of course not. If I gave it, no. could I close my eyes? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Eyes wide shut. No, you have to have your eyes open. Come on. Even then, like, what if they were just like you're not attracted to right whatever which something that repulsed you something that repulsed you and you had to give or it could be like your ex and your ex like repulses Ah, you that's a that's yeah or somebody that like did you dirty yeah or like your boss oh my god please don't or please don't do that or like a politician who is for the the opposite (laughs) party opposite party (laughs) something that really gets you something it doesn't even have to be that physical doesn't even be physical okay even better if it's mental um God, and it's, I and think it's, a, I... it's a three-song dance. <laughs> Where did that part come in? Because <laughs> it's a lap dance. Like, lap dances are traditionally three. Songs. Well, they're they're traditionally one. But okay. This is a three dance. <sighs> That's three painful. Song I think I'd rather receive it. You would? I think so. I think I'd rather receive it and just, just have them grind all over you and stop. And I would just hold <laughs> as completely still as possible and like just stare straight ahead and like zone out. That would be easier for me than trying to like shake my go to thing. a happy place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look away! Look away! Make it no! Look away! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, what about you? Um, I think I would rather give. Really? Hmm. Because it feels more powerful. <laughs> I feel like I'm in control. Yeah. Like, you, you even like, if they're repulsive, I could be like, yeah. You could be like, check out my sweet moves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh, Kenneth. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. How about you guys? What do you guys think? Yeah, you can definitely let us know. Hit me up on Insta. You can find find me at, at the Joy Junkie. Uh, and it. Mr. Smith doesn't play Insta, so don't even try to find him on there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not a tech guy. It's, uh, it's his generation. Ew. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I quit. <laughs> I saw. So, oh, Chelsea Handler was uh, promoting her sister, and she said, uh, on in on Instagram, she said, "I'm looking for a date for my sister. It needs to be between." 40s and 50s or something like that and somebody in the comments read, wrote nobody between 40s and 50s is on Insta <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh I know plenty of people who are I know plenty of people yeah so anyway I'm not on Insta yeah but you can come but you can hit Amy up and she'll let me know yeah I love to I send him screenshots of the nice comments you guys I share know, with me it's, it's awesome. really cool really alright nice. so let's talk about becoming badass five ways to stand the fuck up for yourself so these five things I've actually crafted into a downloadable printable for you. So it's a PDF and you can download it and it will have these this little checklist. So you can either print it out if you'd like and have like a little checklist that you go through each day and just give yourself a check mark or you can fill it out online so you could, you know, save it to your desktop or something like that and then you can actually check do a checkbox online you don't you don't have to print it out so kind of a cool way for you to just assess each day and we're going to go through these five things so you kind of understand what warrants a check mark mm-hmm. so what i'd love for you to think about and i should probably tell you where to go get it if you just go to thejoyjunkie.com 
slash 119. You'll see it right there. All you have to do is ask for it and we'll send it directly to your inbox. And then you can choose what you want to do with it. Print it out a ton of times or use it online. You could make it a screensaver or something like that on your phone too as a reminder. There you go. But go, be sure to go get that so that you can kind of follow along and understand what these five things mean. So the goal, what I'd love for you to think of, and perfectionists out there, this is for you. It's not about saying, I have to do all of these things. We're looking at baby steps. So right now, if you do one of them, shoot for one of them, especially if they're not fully ingrained in you. You know, Think about one thing that you want to focus on so that you can kind of check it off. So you can structure this assignment however you want. But I'm going to go through these five things that are kind of on the checklist. And then you can decide what would be the most influential in your life for you to focus on that day. Perfect. Every day. That's awesome. So the first one is to speak your truth even if you're scared. Mm. So what does that mean? This would be a situation like, let's say somebody at the office is really going off about something that they're not happy with. And you don't totally agree. And through your silence, maybe that's what you would normally do, is you would be totally silent and just allow them to think that you agree, Mm. just to not rock the boat. So it's scary, right? In those moments, you're kind of like, oh, I don't agree, you know? (laughs) So I would challenge you to, again, be always very cognizant of your delivery. You don't want to be like a total dick asshole. That's not the point. The point, though, is that your opinion, your thoughts, your beliefs, your voice is valid, period, no matter period. what. Yes. And when you silence yourself like that, you are in essence saying that everybody else's wants and needs and opinions and thoughts are more important than yours. Don't you just like stir up a can of worms sometimes though? Like isn't it better just to stay quiet? Well, I think that that's what a lot of people think. Okay. Because they've had situations where speaking up for themselves led to something problematic. Okay. Right? Like yeah. maybe maybe that's your history. You did that once when you were a little kid and you got shamed for it. Okay. Or you did that once in a, in a breakup and the dude or the chick made you totally wrong and you were like, well, that's the fucking last time I do that. The point is you get to decide what you do with the aftermath. Like we spend so much time in fear of the aftermath. Oh, I see. That we shut our voices down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of going, what about what about this? If somebody's, again, that same scenario, okay. going off about something you don't agree with and you just politely keep pouring your coffee or whatever and say, oh, you know what? I actually don't agree. I don't share your opinion. And then just go about your business. You don't have to open up a can of worms. You don't have to get involved in any fucking conversation you don't want to. But I think it's a threat to our integrity to allow people to think that we believe something through our silence. Got it. I think that's our challenge because we're being motivated from a place of fear in that moment. We're not being motivated from a place of love, compassion, self-love, self-compassion, uh, integrity, honor, honesty. We're being motivated by fucking fear. Got fear it. of what somebody else is going to say. Fear that it's going to be exactly how it was in our childhood. Fear that they're going to respond exactly like mom and dad did. Fear that it's opening up a can of worms. Instead of, you know what? Scared or not, my voice fucking matters. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to swallow. 
Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and it can be that simple as, oh, you know what? Actually, don't share that opinion. Why? Why don't you share that opinion? Well, I just have my thoughts. Okay. Well, are you going to share those? No, I don't think I'm interested at this time. Okay. See you around. Bye. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the little impromptu <laughs> role play. No, that that's the thing too is like I talk about this all the time. You don't have to over-explain yourself. You can always decline a conversation. So in that situation, if somebody's just – I find it offensive. Like I had a situation in, at a workplace a long time ago where there was a guy who I worked with and he would make fun of people constantly. And if I, if I was silent about it, I felt like I was condoning. allowing it, condoning it. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to get into a big debate about it, but I sure as fuck was done hearing at him pick apart everybody who was walking by. So I said, um, I honestly really just don't want to hear that. And I walked away. I don't need to engage in a big conversation, but I sure as fuck do not need to be privy to conversation that is uncomfortable for me mm. like i'm just not going to tolerate it and so that's what i would invite you to look at um it took me many years till i could really actually voice that and your step might even be just walking away or but i really want to encourage you to start giving voice to things that are offensive to you that you don't want to engage in and i'm not saying get in a full-on fight with somebody I'm just saying, stand the fuck up for yourself. Right. That's all. And just saying, I, I actually don't share that opinion. I was at um, a marketing event one time years and years ago where there was somebody who started going off about politics and started just spewing all this hate about Obama and was talking with myself and someone else like we should be on board. Mm. And I said, I actually find that highly offensive and I'm not going to continue this conversation. And I just stopped it. Boom. Right. My wants, opinions, and desires are just as important as anybody else's. Right. Same as you. You do not need to be around things and pretend like you are on board with things that are offensive to you. And you don't have to over-explain. You don't have to get all into it. I'm not going to ride that ride. Right. <laughs> all right. So speaking your truth, even if you're scared. This can also be something like, I'm really, really nervous to tell my spouse that I want to go back to school. Okay. Or I'm really nervous to tell my spouse that I, I really want to have a baby. Or I'm nervous to tell my mom that they found something in my last checkup. You know? Like mm -hmm. it could be something like that. Like sharing intimate details like that freaks you the fuck out but you feel like you know so it it could be anything where you your silence has been motivated by fear and if you really switched that motivation to one of self-care or self-love or integrity that your voice would actually be able to be heard i like it i like that are you just processing or are you thinking like but no. what about oh, okay no i'm actually just like taking it in cool all right, so the second one, second little challenge is to, and this is part of, this is a way in which your voice can be flexed, and that is to say no to something you really don't want to do or to say yes to something that you really do want to do. Okay. Now, the yes could be more of an internal thing, like where you're like, you know what? It feels like a hell yes to blow off work 
and take my little girl shopping. Or it feels like a total yes to go running tonight instead of guilting myself that I have to read the bedtime story every fucking night. My husband can take it tonight and it's a total hell yes for me to go out and go running. So it's something that you would normally shut yourself down for. You would normally not permit yourself. Maybe it's something that you would say, oh, you're being selfish. But it's something you really, really want. So if it's something you do on the regular, like chowing down on a pint of Haagen-Dazs, Right. That doesn't work, right? Like, oh, I'm going to give myself the freedom again tonight. Right, That kind of thing, right? It's something that you you normally don't. Yeah, it's something that you normally vote on Mm. or judge yourself for wanting that yes. Now, it could be a Haagen-Dazs if you are super rigid and formulaic about what you eat. Right, that's what I'm getting. And maybe that's like, you know what would be so good is just a respite from this structure. Yeah. But that's why it's called fucking personal developments personal so it can't I can't tell you what that yes is but usually the yes is more of an internal thing something that's going on with you now saying no oftentimes that's something that you need to say no or the the bigger challenge is to say no to somebody who's asking something of you to an external factor that you really don't want to do got it so for instance I know that a lot of kids schools out there will just last minute say like hey can you bring 400 cupcakes tomorrow to the bake sale or hey would you be able to volunteer your time doing and just saying you know what no i actually am not available thank you so much for thinking it's of a me. little short notice i apologize i can't do it right right oh, i wish i could come through for you i'm honored i always say with when you say no one of the best ways to envelop that conversation is with gratitude and mm-hmm. just say i really appreciate you thinking of me or i'm honored that that you turn to me for that but I'm actually not available and stop there challenge yourself to stop there you don't have to over explain you don't have to say why you're under so much stress you don't have to say like why your husband and you have different schedules and it's not going to work no you're not available you're not fucking available so that's your challenge is to say it's a challenge no to something you do not want to do or yes to something you do want to do now no could also be you know what I decided to not stress myself out over the goddamn laundry. If it waits one more day, it's going to be fine. So today I said no to laundry, and that felt empowering. The whole point is that whatever you say yes to or whatever you say no no to should give you a huge element of relief, and it should make you feel good. It should make you feel empowered. So if you say, you know, I'm going to say no to another workout – and you've said no to a workout all week, right. chances are that doesn't feel very empowering. Right. It doesn't the, feel like relief. That's the point I was making. I like the empowerment part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Number three, this is a huge one. Today I spoke kindly to myself. Today I spoke kindly to myself, and then you could put a checkbox. Now, this doesn't mean you had no negative self-talk or no negative thoughts all day long. This just means at one point during the day you caught yourself and you chose to say something different or that you were very deliberate in saying something kind. Like perhaps you look in the mirror and you your instinct is to be is to pick yourself apart and instead of doing that you said, "You know what? We are absolutely going to take care of ourselves." And you chose to say something or maybe you said something mean and you switched it around. Like maybe you were at work and you heard people do this all the time. This is a super common one. When you make a mistake, you say, God damn it, Amy. What the fuck, Amy? 
Right. You know, when you call yourself by name. Mm. Mm-hmm. So in those moments, what if it was a kid? What if it was a child who just made a mistake? You would go, you know what? I'm so sorry for that. Everybody makes mistakes. Or pencils have an eraser for a reason. You know, I love that one. So something where you catch yourself and change the script. Flip the script. Flip the script, baby. So that's what warrants a checkbox. So even if you were negative, but there was one time where you actually did speak kindly to yourself, fucking check it off. What we want to do is applaud awareness, first of all, and progression. Any baby step. It is not, again, perfectionists out there, it is not about it has to be flawless. Mm -hmm. It's about am I more aware of how I spoke to myself today than perhaps yesterday? And did I make one tiny baby step? And sometimes it's just the awareness. Yeah. All right. Yep. Number four. This number is four. a good, number four. This is a a pretty powerful one, and this might take a little bit of a little bit of focus. Today, I really was conscious about and deliberate about who I surrounded myself with. So this is about kind of taking that inventory around you and noting who in your life really contributes to the life and the power that you are stepping into and who doesn't who makes your job a little too damn challenging or maybe they are constantly making you wrong or they're really negative or perhaps they're really reflective of the way that you used to live like this happens a lot of times too when you get really involved in personal development you have that friend who you used to party with or you used to drink with or you used to maybe you got really healthy and you guys used to pig out together all the time you guys used to just sit and talk shit on everybody while you're eating lunch exactly you used to collude that's a huge one like we used to have our the fact that we were divor- divorcees in common and we would just talk mad shit about our exes. Mm-hmm. And that was our uniting thing. Right. So it could be those people in your life that you're realizing, ooh, maybe it's an opportunity for me to speak up. So I always say, if it's a relationship in which you want to preserve and you really love them and it's just a matter of you don't want to converse about specific topics like that any longer. Sometimes it's about educating them and actually saying, you know what? I'll be really honest with you. I So I've been listening to this podcast. Like, stay, <laughs> stay with me. Stay with me. Or I tell my students or my clients, like, blame it on me. Like, so I've been working with this life coach. Or I've been taking this online class and I learned this thing. What I've realized is the more I talk about the things that I don't want in my life, the more they start showing up. But the more I talk about and focus my energy on the things that I do want, the more those things start to show up. So here's my request of you. And like, I get it. I know that things have been rough with your ex or rough with your job or whatever you guys used to have in common. But would you be up for playing this game with me? Like, let's see if we can. Anytime we notice a negative conversation about what we don't want, let's focus on what we do want instead and just see what happens. So it might, if you have that sort of a friendship, uh, relationship, family member, whatever, that you could say that to, it might be worth a shot. Right. Like bring them along with you. I had that happen um, in a different setting. It was a friend that I usually have 
uh, just very superficial conversation with. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I was like, God, I really wanted more from this relationship than just, you know, not, you know, talking about nothing. Right. So um, I would start asking more deep questions. Yeah. To really, and I didn't even have to like, you know, preface, uh, preface it, like it yeah. or, or put something in front. I just like made the changes that I wanted to see in the relationship and waited for them to happen in the other se- on the other side. Yeah. Right. So I, instead of saying, oh man, my fucking ex-boyfriend or my ex-girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. I would say, oh man, I'm, I've been really feeling like I'm moving past that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's nice to not talk about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm moving forward now. Yeah. Like my life is becoming mine again and it doesn't have to be about that relationship. And, you know, like yeah. that kind of sets the tone for what you want. You don't have to make it so, uh, in, you know, in their face. Well, and that's a perfect example of just being being the example of what you're learning. Exactly. And the example sh- of what you want to have in that and relationship. And just sharing what you are doing differently and the results that it's yielding in your life. Right. That's great. And, and the I, same thing happens with self-talk, actually. Oh, yeah? You can do the same thing. Say more about that. <laughs> Say more about that. <laughs> um, just, you know, you were talking about, you know, God damn it, Amy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to talk to you like that. I apologize. Yeah. And then just switch your your gear. Oh, right? you mean internally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can just even simply say, well, that was mean. Right. And then go, let's try that again. Do over. Right. Declare do yeah. over. <laughs> cancel, cancel. But I think what you were pointing to is really interesting because it's kind of the dynamic. I could see men doing that option and women doing a little more forthright. That's interesting. Here's what I'm learning. And not always. Sure. Not, definitely not always. Sure. But I think it's, it's a general really interesting. Rule. How you were just saying, I'm going to just share. And that's that's another piece because a lot of times we have these relationships where we think, oh, they're not into it. They can't handle it. But right. we've never really broached the conversation. Exactly. You know, and I mean, you went decades with this friendship and right. you just, you never did anything differently. I just thought that's what it is. It is what it is. That's the kind of relationship that it is. And I just, you know, without ever really taking a step. Right. And then when you did, you're pleasantly surprised. It's like, oh, look at that. Well, I'll be goddamn. Well, damn it. All right. So number five is today I chose healthy behaviors that made me feel good. Mm. Now, this can be anything from eating and exercising the way you want to, to choosing to be with your family versus working late, if that's something that makes you feel good. It could be you decided not to hang out with certain people at the office during lunch that always want to bitch and moan. Mm -hmm. And this can also be something where you recognize certain behaviors that have been arresting you moving forward. For instance, if you're really working on manifesting a soulmate or you want to get back into the dating scene, but all you do is stalk your sister's wedding photos and make you on Facebook and you just feel like shit because she's younger and she got married before you and why is she so fucking happy and it's really triggering for you it's not a healthy behavior for you or maybe you stalk your ex out on Facebook or Insta and it's those behaviors that you have control over nobody's holding a gun to your head and saying why don't you go stalk out have everybody else that's so much happier than you right so you can notice am I choosing behaviors that are healthy for me? Am I doing things that are making my job a shit ton harder? Right. Or not? 
Yeah. Yeah. So those are the five things. And give yourself a lot of freedom with them. I The last thing you need to do is make these really stoic and rigid. And all of them should be about awareness again and baby steps. I love that. So that's what I really want you to keep in mind as you go as you go get your printable. Don't forget to get it at thejoyjunkie.com slash 119. And... Make sure you have it in a usable place, maybe print it out, have a handful of them by your bed at night. That's a really good way to do it. Or if you can have them somehow digitally so that they're easy to check off or look at. And then you can kind of take a little assessment. Like, how have I been treating myself today? How have I been surrounding myself? What sort of behaviors have I chosen today? And just start increasing the awareness on what you can do to create happiness in your world. I love it. It's awesome. So if That's you're great if stuff. you're thinking about this and you're like Jesus Christ, I this these are the things. These are the conditioning. These are the this is what I I need to start doing things differently and you need more tools and you need more structure. Go check out the master's course. I'm serious. TheselfLoveRevolution.com you can read all about it. I highly encourage you to read past students experiences. They a lot of them were like I don't know if I have the time. I don't know if I should put money on all the excuses that we come up with. Yes, and, and you know some of it is rightfully so. Sure, you, you know you get products and you're like, oh man, that was a waste of money, you right. know. Or, but most of the time in those situations, people didn't do the work. Right. Well, you, and that's the thing. We have a we totally have a guarantee, a money back guarantee, and it is based off of if you do the work and it doesn't work for you, like let us know. By a, right. we have it's by a specific date, but. <clears throat> The other piece of it is that it's digital. So if you mm-hmm. embarked on it with all the good intentions and then somebody in your family gets sick or something catastrophic happens, all is not lost. You can absolutely still go through it anytime just, you want. Yeah, you've got a product for life. But if you're going, I don't know if I should spend money on myself. Aha. Uh-huh. Then it's not even about this course. You probably need this course more than anything because <laughs> yeah, it's about right. the self-worth and all of that. <laughs> But I would encourage you to look at that. Even if it's not, I need to buy this course for myself, How? what's the next step in making you important? Whether or not we're the answer. Yeah. You know, I think it's negligent to say we're the only solution. Yeah. I really do. Sure. Of course, I believe in it. And I've seen students go through it and have incredible experiences. But what I care about is people taking action, period, whether I'm involved or not. Yeah. So... If you do want to come hang out with myself and the bestie, it's sure to be a really incredible time. You know, read about it. Read about it and see if that would be the next step for you at theselfloverevolution.com and do it today or tomorrow. Please, please, please. Because the 30th, the price goes up by $200. So you can still get it right now. Yikes. Yeah, get it now. Jeez. Anything else you wanted to add? No, ma'am. All right. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.